0: The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back everyone to the Answers for Elders Radio Network with Kelly Smith from Care Partners Senior Living and Kelly and I are talking about grief grief that we are doing. And we talked a little bit about family dynamics. We talked a little bit about what seniors are going through. But in this segment, Kelly and I are going to talk about things to do. Um, This is about action. This is about learning about ways in which you can support those that are in the grief process. And um, so Kelly, tell me a little bit about what
1: actions are most important. Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you, don't offer advice unless you're asked for it. Amen. Um, when somebody is going through a grief, um, a lot of times people mean well, mm-hmm. they really do. They mean, well, you should go back to church. You should invest your money. You should, <laughs> I know you right? should get should. Yeah, right. You should invest your money. You should do this. You should do that. And I'm going to tell you right now, zip it. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. not helpful. That is not no. helpful at all. Nobody no. going through the grief process wants anybody to tell them what to do what they need is for you to just zip it and listen. Mm -hmm. Okay. And let them talk. Sometimes we're not asking for your advice. We just need to get things off our chest and say it out loud because we've been saying it out loud Mm -hmm. for the last, how many years we've been with this person? Sure. We didn't have a thought to ourselves. So Mm -hmm. yes, we need somebody sometimes to bounce ideas off of it. Doesn't mean I need you to come back and, 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 you know, offer to sell my house for me and have me moved and no, calm down. Um, You also have to understand that, yes, it's hard to be around somebody who's sad all the time, but think about Eeyore. who and the gang still invited him everywhere and took him everywhere with them, and Eeyore was the saddest little stuffed animal in the world,
0: but he had friends
1: and people who loved him, so you know what? Be nice to Eeyore, okay? I know it's hard to be around a sad person. It's hard to be around somebody who's devastated, but you know what? It's better for them to be around people Mm -hmm. than not. Mm-hmm. So, even if they don't come, I got to tell you something it's it's even it's even heartwarming to even know you were invited, even mm-hmm. if you don't want to go because you can't get out of bed that day.
0: Well, and I think the other thing is is giving somebody permission to be absolutely where they're at in the minute which means sometimes I feel really crappy, you know, and other days I, you know, I'm going to get up and I'm going to make myself do something, but there's going to be times I'm sure in everyone's life when they're going through grief process, where they just need space. They need, you know, they need to process whatever they're doing, especially those that are introverts. You know, if you're an introvert, you need that alone time to kind of disconnect. It doesn't mean that you're going to go off and be isolated forever, but it does mean that you need to recharge the battery by yourself. I, well, and you I know are. I'm
1: talking to an introvert. So yes, you are. I'm very much an introvert. But what I will tell you is, is that there is some comfort, you know, in, in having, knowing that people are there mm-hmm. because again, when you're used to somebody, you know, tied to your hip, you know, yeah. all the time. And then that's gone, but it's not just gone. It's that daily purpose. Yeah. Thank God I have a job I'm in love with. Um, that keeps me very busy because mm-hmm. I can focus on that and it gives me something to do. But what if I was 80? I didn't have a job. Yeah. What if I didn't have something to focus on? Yep. You know? Um. And, and what we see a lot of are these people that really, they do get depressed. Yeah. And it's, it's because yes, they're suffering a horrible loss. People don't come around like they used to because they can't no. handle seeing you like this. They do um, not. Everybody wants to fix your problem. So when they can't fix you, you know, and so it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But you got to also understand, too, that it, it's also the fact that these people are now trying to also find new things to look forward to, new things yeah. to, to, to dream about. Yeah. You know what it's like to have somebody that you were crazy about that died and then you get your checks in the mail two weeks later. You know, it's, it's stuff like that. And people don't understand that unless they've lived through it and you well, hope nobody has to live through it. But what I'm getting at is that you, you have to understand too, why people are acting the way they are and you're going to have to let them get through it. But again, with parents and grandparents, again, they have to have what you see a lot of in assisted living communities. A husband will die and the wife lives a lot longer. Yep. That's usually what happens. The wife dies. We usually lose the, the husband within two years. And it's because they don't have the same connections women do. Mm -hmm. They belong to a bridge club. They're involved in church. They're involved with their kids and grandkids. When the husband dies, they still have connections. A lot of times the men don't. The only connection is really through their wife. Through their wife. are their tv set <laughs> right yeah, there's sports games you know and they might have a few yeah. buddies they hang out with but they're you know most men most happily married men are just they're, they're, they're home they kind of get home bodies that's my husband right and that's that's how most you know, most people are like that but what i'm getting at is mm-hmm. we we tend to forget the gentleman sometimes yeah. Yeah. especially if dad was kind of quiet and he was kind of an introvert now's the time to really step it up mm-hmm um, if you don't want to lose him in the next year or two, mm-hmm. you're going to have mm-hmm. to give him something like your mom had, something to hang on to. Yeah. And it, being around the grandkids, it's, it's, it's getting him involved, not just inviting him for Christmas, but giving something to do. Right. Right. right, don't just invite him for Thanksgiving, give him a job while he's there, Put, give him some purpose. Okay, make him yeah. feel like he's really part of the family.
0: Yeah, even if it's, and even if it's, you know, we want to create an activity around a holiday gathering, like, you know, we want to do <clears throat> dad, we want to do a vi- video with us, and we want you to share about your time in the military. And we would love what we would love, and it, it may not be about mom because dad just lost mom. But you know what, what we'd love to do is for you to prepare. It's now September. Would you prepare a little bit about, you know, go through some of your information and your find your uniform and things like that. And cause we'd like to really have that on film, you know, on, that we have that on video so that we have something to, to know about your history and what you did and how, you know, and, give them enough time to prepare. It's like, Oh, I have this, this thing coming up. Right. Um, That's the thing that can be really exciting is having those types of, you know, the autobiography of dad, you know, and, and um, I know another one, maybe dad wants to enroll in a, a, how to write a book and write a book. You know, maybe it'll never get openly published, but it's something that you can tell your family about who you are and what you, you did. Go. And well, it gives them, him a chance to relive the memories in his own way by writing his story. And obviously mom was a big part of that. I think there's a lot of things if we really sat down as families and figured out a way that we can bring dad out of the, you know, the clouds, you know, out of the, you know, the dark clouds and bring him into a place where he can, he can process his grief and in his own way. I guess that's my point.
1: Well, and you might even come up with maybe a new family tradition every year that you guys do as a family, maybe you all take a vacation together somewhere that mom liked to go, mm-hmm. um, you know, and do some kind of family tradition. Absolutely. That, 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 that's something you guys carry on, you know, for years. Um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of positive things that can come, you know, from, from, from a bad experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you have to remember, it's not going to be a one and all, you know, one shot fixes mm-hmm. everything type of a deal either. It's going to no. be consistent. It's got to be consistent and it's, and it's got to be, something that they can they can really count on yeah because again like like when my like my mom said the hardest thing for her losing my brother was you know he was the one that called her every day yeah and you know um and then you know after the funeral when everybody goes back to their life mom said that's when the lonely really kicks in now she still yeah. had my dad and two other kids grandkids yeah. on the way but that didn't that didn't take that away Mm-hmm. and so i don't think people understand mom even said that people even treated them different when they saw him in public mm-hmm. and that's the other thing too don't treat somebody different it's because mm-hmm. they've, they've gone through a loss if you treat them like you always would if you always would have no. given them a hug yeah. hug them. if you always would have been happy to see them be happy to see them don't assume they're having a bad day
0: yeah yeah and i think one thing that i'm thinking of when you're talking about telephone calls you know pick a day like maybe you have three other siblings in an aunt or whatever, and say, you know what, I'm going to take Tuesdays, I'm going to call mom every Tuesday. Um, Joe, you call mom on Wednesdays, you know, Sally, you call mom on Thursdays. So now all of a sudden, you mom's going to get a call from somebody in the family every single day. And do that for, a f- you know, a couple of months. Or maybe even longer if you feel like mom needs it. And if it's only to say, Mom, I'm just calling to tell you I love you, I care about you. How's your day going? And that's it. There's not going? anything more to do. I know how important it is for, for us to remember just how important it is to um have connection. And you know, when I go visit seniors, let's say at you know, 12 days of goodness, they want to talk. Because they don't oftentimes live alone. They don't have anybody to talk to. So they're going to tell you all kinds of things that you may not feel like you're that interested in, but you listen and you realize that there's so much that this is important to them. And I think that's the main thing that especially, you know, in the grief process, they may need to talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. So obviously with care partners, you guys are mindful of that, of that process. Are there any like signs that you kind of get from people that they need something more and how do you um, recognize that? I guess is a question.
1: Well, anytime you, you have a resident that's just had a loss, mm-hmm. the first thing that our nurses pay attention to is their eating habits. Okay. Um, you know, are we leaving a lot of food on the plate? Are we not coming down for meals at all? Are they starting to isolate? Somebody yeah. who was always at bingo isn't coming to bingo anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, family can't get a hold of them. Um, you have family coming in with concerns. Normally, the assisted living communities catch it before the families even do. We realize yeah. we've got a problem.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you might notice hygiene is starting to slip. Yeah. Somebody who is a regular bather is not doing it anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. after the loss of, of my loved one, I didn't. I don't think I took a shower for three weeks. <laughs> you know, because you don't care. You just no. don't care. And no. it is what it is. And people mm-hmm. go through different stages. It is, you know, it just is sure. what it is. They yeah. snap out of it at some point. Something comes along that makes you decide to take a shower. But what I'm getting at is you got to understand what they're dealing with. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you got to watch the signs. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be careful to yes, be, be aware and be helpful without sticking your nose so far Mm -hmm. in that you make it worse. Yeah. A lot of times nurses will get involved, um, executive directors and everybody follows up with this person, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and does what they can to try to draw them out a little bit. Right. We offer grief counseling. Um, you know, there's a lot of agencies out there that will come in and and provide help. We call Mm -hmm. families to ask for advice. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things you can do, but you, a lot of times the first thing you have to do is just sit down and listen yeah. to them. Yeah. Let yeah. them get it off their chest. What are you feeling? What's happening? How can we help you? And then yeah. follow through on what you say you're going to do. Don't tell them, you know, I'm coming by tomorrow morning. I'm going to get you for breakfast. I'm having breakfast with you in the dining room to get you back on their feet. Yeah. And then yeah. don't show up. You know, yeah. make sure if you're going to promise these folks something, you follow through. Perfect.
0: And Kelly And I are going to follow up right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com.